Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I need signs in the booth. Everybody shut the fuck up. I got something to say. Far from a masochist, but I've been fucking the game good with a bass in it. Drip so hard, man, they swear I got bass in it. Shaded compliments for my accomplishments. Jaded over money, lacking common sense. Somebody said that I ain't been in my ducky. Niggas still trying to figure if they hate me or love me, and I love it. When they come to list, put mine at the top, no one above it. Off to the side, cutting heads, hair off like a mother. Had to get a day job to build up my budget. Used to walk the walk, now Chris Brown running. Laugh in the face of prey, call that goodwill hunting. Been making hits, the niggas out here bunting. If we risk it all, there ain't no risk involved. And it ain't dope unless my wrist involved. Pin game Pokemon, guess it just evolved. Dropping so much hot shit, turn the booth into a stall. So much drive, bitch, I never stall. They be appalled and they still applaud. We call that hate in disguise. Mad over wins, you know hate in disguise. But I shine over niggas' heads like a chandelier. We ain't sending shots, we just yelling cheers. Glasses clinking to the fucking gear. When it starstruck to my grave, if that ain't fucking clear, fuck you. Man, we need to cipher and shit. Shout out to 614 Takeover, man. Niggas get all in their feelings and shit. <laughs> hey, hey, everybody, 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 quiet down. Quiet down. I'm going to address this. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so the Unruly Creatives are back, and you know what that means. That means BJ and Avery are back in the building. What's going on, people? Gang, gang. <laughs> I'm not saying shit. I said too much the last time. So uh, I'm not saying a goddamn thing. I'm letting y'all carry this whole conversation. All I'm saying is yes, no, and maybe. No, that's bullshit. Nah, that's bullshit. Listen. Listen, before we even jump into that, like BJ, what's the feedback you've been getting? I've seen nothing but positive stuff. Yeah, it it has been. Um, the feedback has been crazy. It's mainly women, but it was two men who um gave a variation of the same story. Yeah. Like, you know, women who, you know, were very manipulative, not really satisfied with their circumstances, and so they'll, you know, finesse certain things out of, you know, out of people to accommodate for things that they can't necessarily handle right then and there. And um, one dude was just like, keep talking that shit. Like, just keep saying that, you know what I'm saying? And it felt good because so many of my peers was just like, don't feel bad for that. You know what I'm saying? Um, But, you know, it's still, it's still moments where it makes me cringe even just to read the responses because it still feels like, you know, the what ifs are still there. That's still that having that anxiety still mm-hmm. like you're just waiting on something to go left with that because a person can easily confuse it later on in life and say, no, this nigga did this to me or whatever. So I still be kind of like, you know, praying about it, you know, making sure that I'm trying to continually do positive because that anxiety hasn't left me yet. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, it's, it's been good. It's been really good. And emails, I've never really received emails like this. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit crazy. You know, people are really invested. So it makes me just, you know, want to continue talking about real shit. Like we've been doing, you know, yeah. 
That's right. Yeah. yeah, my bro, a motherfucking celebrity. <laughs> and he deserves it, man. It, it's good to see, like, uh, like you get the recognition that you're getting because the work. We, me and Avery know we talk to you. We know the work you're putting in, and yeah, um, it's just good to finally see it come come to fruition for you, and you you more than deserve it. I appreciate y'all because, like, if I if I ever was to get to a point where, you know, success or, you know, stardom or whatever you want to call it actually comes, I still think that I'm going to be the same person because ultimately I feel like that's not, I think once that happens for me, I'll lose my composure in a sense. And I don't, that's the most fearful position to be in, to like be pulled in so many different directions out of your realm first and then to have responsibilities outside of the realm. That shit kind of scares me. I don't want to be that person, like, getting caught up in nothing. I'm emotional as shit. You know, I don't want to be that, you know, I'm sick of this church type look. You know what I'm saying? Like, that. that's me. That Like, that, that kid is me. Like, I'm tired of this church. Like, I don't want to be that person. So I just be trying to pace myself. But I really appreciate people like supporting and investing in me. Like so many people, like my mentors are starting to like creep up, like nigga, you doing it. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it feel good, but this For unruly sure. shit got me in a different <laughs> space and I'd be terrified to even be on this fucking call with y'all sometimes. <laughs> Cause y'all be um, talking that crazy shit. <laughs> we, <laughs> but, but wait a minute, Hayes, before you jump into... Okay what we want to talk about is it's something that I want to talk about um, before we even jump into the show and BJ, you in a hot seat again. (laughs) No, listen, listen, Uh I talked to Hayes about this and I'm going to say last week and the week before to me, you were tweeting out things that concern me. Yeah, you know, yeah, and no. and I I feel like I'm like damn, like I know I'm busy, caught up in my day to day life. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I say I'm gonna call him tonight. I'm gonna call him tonight, and then tonight leads to tonight where we are right, here. Right. And I just think it's important that we talk about it. So I want to ask you, like, how are you today? Um. This week has, it's kind of been like up and down. Um, there's some like extreme highs, but then there's some very, very low lows. Um, and what I'm, what I'm actually meditating and praying on is like balance because I know that I have to, um, I have to first get back to speaking life into myself and then also putting it in audio for people to kind of understand what this process feels like of having so much good energy, um, being received so well, but still feeling like you're unworthy of some of the things that are happening to you. Um, and to kind of go into it, I've been having these nightmares too. And this is weird because the nightmares always put me in places where, I almost didn't make it in a, an accomplishment and a goal in a almost didn't graduate high school, you know, due to the struggle. Like it always takes me back to a point where 
I lost it. I was close to losing it. And I have to translate these instances into positives and use them to motivate other people because I know it's just my self-doubt coupled with my anxiety. So it's like some extreme lows some days, but then it'd be like days where I kick it with y'all. I get to laugh. I get to, you know, experience some joy and kicking it with my family and then things just change. But those tweets were real, you know what I'm saying? Like just waking up that morning, not really having anything to happen, but you just feel worthless. You know what I'm saying? Like you just feel like, damn, why am I here? Why is this my place of employment? Why is this my circumstance? Why do I only have $40 in my pocket when I had $120 yesterday? Like you start to ask those whys and try to make sense of the position that seems like you're not even in control over. It's just where you end up. So that's been the mood. But like I said, balance is the key, you know, um, really been in heavy meditation. Haven't really been on a timeline. If, you know, I try to just like retweet my, you know, my shows and the things and I guess involving us and whatever else, but not really being on the timeline, um, talking to people who are encouraging, you know, and then there'd be moments where like, uh, Yesterday, Hayes just like, look, man, I just wanted to hear your voice. How you doing? That made me feel better. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I was sitting in that that funk right then. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. bro, I'm all right. I'm just, you know, chipping away at it. So um, it's just, like I said, highs and lows. But I'm fighting through it. I'm not going to let it overcome me. I definitely can't do that because I feel like we are closer and closer to everything that we've been talking about for the past six to eight months that new space that we were talking about being in being received and respected. Like that's where we are. And I know that the timing for the negativity is just perfect for, Mm -hmm. you know, something to go left and I just can't let that happen, but you know, I'd be all right. No, but that's what I wanted to tell you. Like, I think it's not even, I think you're, you're so close to your goal. And I feel like that's when the devil gets real busy. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's just like, I want you to stay positive. And what I'm also going to do, I'm going to gift you. I'm going to reach out to Stephanie. I'm going to get you three sessions because I think outside I of us, wow. you should talk to somebody else. You know what I mean? And listen, you know, I, I rock with Stephanie. I use her my damn self. So <laughs> right, right. And she the truth. She's going to tell you, she's going to get you right and all that. And I feel like, you have to prepare for what's about to happen. Like, because you're evolving BJ and I don't think you see it. I think you mm. see more of the, the, the negative of it. You know what I mean? The funk of it, but you have evolved so much from when I met you, what, two years ago, nah, three years ago. Been, that's down. We down there on four now. Oh shit. Well, four years ago, yeah. you yeah. came a motherfucking long way. So yeah. that's what I'm going to do. And I, I just, I apologize because I should have reached out sooner. I shouldn't have waited till we had the show, but you've been on my mind heavy, like heavy. Yeah. It's a lot of people. Um, um, it's a lot of people that have said that same thing. And I really, I really appreciate the, the support now because it's not the damn bro. What's wrong? What happened? It's not like one of those situations where people just want to know detail. They just like, I just see that something ain't right about you. Mm-hmm. They'll text me an affirmation or they'll tell me, um, I threw a prayer up 
today for you. I know I seen what you tweeted. This is just, you know, a part of the game, but don't lose sight of the position. You you in the point guard position mm-hmm. in your life right now. Like mm-hmm. the game depends on you. Like, and when you say the game, it's like, okay, are you talking about the podcast game? And then right after that, my peers will say, man, you killing them with the content. Mm-hmm. You're killing them with the points. You're killing them with the content. You're killing them with the points. And I'm like, damn, like, so it, it makes me feel that anxiety again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I do feel like people are listening. I do feel like I'm connecting, but it's just like, now I'm just waiting on the balance for me, the, you know, to be able to connect to something else. And maybe Stephanie is that person because mm-hmm. she's another one like that. I make it clear. That's my mentor. You know what I'm saying? Like it's two women in this game that I look up to and they, my peers, I make it clear. Stephanie and crystal clear are like, hello, <laughs> them the two. But when they come into me and saying, I want to work versus me preparing for them, like my anxiety goes through the roof, like through the roof, because it's like, you can't just talk to them about anything, but even just the small conversation, Stephanie is always saying stuff that just be slapping me up just all upside my head. Like she, mm-hmm. she gets me all the way together and, and I the one-on-one, I feel, will blow your mind because you know me. You know, I was dealing with some things, and I've kind of fell off because I've just been busy with life. So I haven't, mm-hmm. you know, worked with her in yeah. a while. But I'm geared to get back on it because I, I, I feel it coming. But, yeah, I'm going to get you three sessions, and I, I feel like you need it. And it's in preparation of yeah. what you are about to what you're about yeah. to do, BJ. And I, I don't – I see it. I see it. And I'm security, nigga. <laughs> Fuck the bullshit. I'm security. Yeah, yeah. I think I think yeah. too. Um, it's important to to point out the fact that the devil hears prayers too, and so what you're praying wow. for, Facts. he'll 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 Facts. try to infiltrate what you have going on, and you know, not to. I'm not even finna get into because I get on long rants about drama every time we seem to link up together. But I started to realize what was happening. Uh, uh, uh to to try to attack what we have going on and where we're trying to yeah, go. Yeah. And I think that Fuck the them niggas. And I think, <laughs> and I think the important thing is, is like, um, like I, like I've told you guys that can't nobody touch what we're doing and we have to check on each other. And, um, BJ, like with everything you have going on, bro, I don't, I, I think once you are able to step back and separate yourself from it and you see mm-hmm. what you've done, in the in the six month the five months so far of 2019 yeah and yeah. really stop and appreciate it you'll realize that Shit. nigga the platform that you've built already is amazing and you have nothing but a launching pad to take off and it's coming for you that's no no doubts that anxiety that fear that stuff you feel is right. it's all just built to stop you from realizing how fucking dope you are right and, i and, appreciate it and, and, and that's really what do. it is and so you know and i and i like Avery, I feel bad because I I need to do better at reaching out because me and Avery were talking. And I was like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a I need to call BJ and just talk to him. And like when I called you yesterday, it wasn't even for nothing. I don't, I don't need to know what's going on because I don't want to press you, but I do need need you to know that I give a fuck. I care, so I just want to make yeah, sure you good. Yeah. Heard your voice, you good. All right, we good. If we we can yeah, talk, we if you we, we can we talk, good. but it's it's I got to make sure that you're good, and that 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 was important to me. Yeah, I just um invested in um a couple of books too. 
um, because emotional intelligence is very important at this point. I know okay. that um, I know that I'm super sensitive and um, I feel like I'm being tried like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like we say, we're not going to really, um, you know, get into any of the beef shit. But a lot of that foolishness from the timeline was really affecting me, you know, and um, I realized even in my meditation, like I want to be an example to the haters, too. You know, like um, the sad thing is that you you want to maintain your integrity. You want to you you want to be that person that you say that you are um, politically, professionally and on the street level. You want to maintain your integrity. But a lot of these niggas don't have shit to lose. That's why they do some of the shit that they do. And I realized that in that moment, it just felt like, why is this shit coming now? You know what I'm saying? Like out of all of the years, yeah, we've been knowing niggas, and I still support the niggas that hate me. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm like, why is this shit happening? But it's really to trick me off, you know, my position. And it's different when your peers and your mentors are saying the same thing about you. It's different. Like you can't just be like, jump the gun, fuck niggas, let's get to you know the bullshit. Like you have to, you have to live up to their expectations and when they start meeting you in the middle, it's really important. So I just had to like fall back from everything and just say, look, let's get me together. Yeah. You know, let, yeah. And I almost, and I almost wanted to get back into that point of like proving myself. Like I am who I say I am. You niggas is going to feel me on that level too. You know what I'm saying? But you just cannot do that. And then that's just the invitation for more negativity. Now you done coupled you know, anxiety, depression, and all of these other things with drama, trauma, toxic, and, you know, depressive, you know, vibes and all of these different things. And before you know it, you done made your situation worse by just, you know, trying to like prove yourself to people who don't even really matter to your, your progress. You know what I'm saying? So it's been hard. It's really been hard. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it together. Either way, you know oh, what I'm no, saying. No, 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 no. Let's use the right verbiage. We gonna get it together. Yeah, right. Facts, we gonna facts, get it together. Facts. facts. Yeah, the man. easy way or the hard way. We gonna get it <laughs> yeah, together. Real quick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I appreciate y'all. I really do. Cause y'all keep me in line. Y'all really do. Like get me together quick. And and this hey, so I'm gonna let you get into it. But I think what people need to really understand, like BJ, you are a true creative. You understand what I'm saying? And it's this shit is hard. Mm-hmm. You yeah, understand what you it's do fuck. is hard as fuck. So you're a true creative. So on top of that, of talk having these heavy discussions, hearing your guests trauma, drama, mm-hmm. coupled on top of what you're dealing with. Like this shit ain't easy. So I pray for the haters and you just keep flourishing. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. don't don't let that dumb shit get to you. Let 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 us deal with the dumb shit. No, I don't shit. need y'all doing that shit either. <laughs> niggas, niggas know I done jumped out the window for Ave like that shit. I, man, look, man. you want a nigga sensitive? Nigga, I'm the worst nigga for drama. I'm the worst nigga. I am, dog. I really am, and I, I just can't. I can't deal with my people in the trauma either. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I just know that we own to something, and it yeah, big, and big, and it's just like. Niggas just want to be a part of it. Like, you just want the front row seat to my shit, my nigga. Just say what up. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, just say what's happening. <laughs> like, cut that bullshit out. You I know love when saying? BJ talked that Detroit shit. <laughs> like, you, you really just, you really just want VIP to my shit, my nigga. Like, just say what's happening. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's it. And I just gotta remember these type of things. But it just when you get caught up in that moment of being in your feelings, you know what I'm saying? You you yeah. quick to do some irrational shit and. That's me. Like I said, man, it's so many people just like, man, the unrulies is killing shit that y'all are <laughs> talking that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm like, damn, because you don't, my arms ain't doing all of the reaching. So it's like, where is this coming from? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like the friends is telling the friends, the, mm-hmm. you know, and you just can't, you just can't be on that nigga shit right now. We just can't. You know, but. so the moral of it all, the unruly's here to stay. Yeah, you know, you either join us or get <laughs> fucked up. You know, whichever. I think it's <laughs> important to know to like point out like this is this is a family. Like this isn't just no podcast uh, shit. Like this, right, this man, isn't y'all niggas, y'all niggas ain't praying with each other. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all niggas ain't doing no self checks. You know, your nigga jump out the window and be on some trash shit, and you won't even tell him. Like, <laughs> bruh, yeah, bruh, yeah. Like, come on, man. We and I don't want to make it. I want. I don't want to make people feel like, oh, my my circle is the elitist of the you know circles, and you just have this you know pit that you sit in with these other niggas. Like, that's not what I'm saying. But when I'm what I'm saying is, if you're not enriching the people you talk to on the daily. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's important. Y'all just can't be cool. You can't just be cool. Like, you have to be problematic sometimes. Hey, Avery, you fucked up today. (laughs) Hey, hey, I don't like the shit you did today. You know what I'm saying? Like, it has to be a moral code for -hmm. how you communicate. Like, we get on the phone when shit ain't right. Hey, look, what's up with this? What? Why did you do that? Why is this the way that it is? Like, we don't have just, hey, buddy, how are you? You know, like, we don't have that shit. You know, and that that's important. That's important when a person can tell you, hey, look, man, that was a little low, you know, or that was a little, you know, extra. Yeah. You know, and we rule each other back in. I want y'all to understand that that's important for you to move forward with a team. Yeah. You know? We ain't with that shit. So B, I got that off my heart. So let's get in the motherfucking show. Well, I gotta ask you a question, Avery. So you're always oh, hitting me shit. and BJ with the hard <laughs> questions. Um, so what what's it been like for you, like since this has come together? Like BJ, BJ don't bring no no craziness into this, but I feel like <laughs> I feel like me and you are like the like the ones that that uh, that bring it. But like being be, standing standing so close. To kind of like me, like sponsoring the Love Lust and Badass Soul live show, like being part of the Unruly, being part of these conversations, um, like what what's been what's what's been brought into you, like brought to you about this whole this whole collective and how it's forming and all that. You know, I'm not. I'm a. I'm gonna keep it a buck. BJ is my witness. I've quit like four times to BJ. Like fuck this shit. I can't do this. Like. I'm going to fight and (laughs) I'm going to just leave y'all there. But I think it's a blessing. You know, I'm truly an unruly by every definition of that bullshit. And (laughs) I feel that you and BJ has taught me patience and shed a lot of life on 
my gifts. Like I'm I'm that bitch with conversation with the fellas and I sleep on it. I have a lot of self-doubt. I don't think my shit is good enough. I don't think um I it 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 has it's brought me patience and it's it's brought me understanding the unruly. This right here what we have. Um mm-hmm. And the ability to dream more, to dream bigger. Um, And I think um, that's really it. But I've quit like four times. I've called BJ and said, you know, fuck this shit. We calling Hayes tonight. I'm done. I'm not doing this shit no more. (laughs) And then here you come with some fucking fan mail. It's like, damn. But that's what you need because... um, you know, like I, I've always been the person that, you know, tell people like, if it wasn't for Avery, I probably wouldn't be solo podcasting at all. You know what I'm saying? Because the thing, the thing about me is I I was always the background person. I was always in the background. Like this is my place, you know, edit, that's it. But ended up, you know, you know, of course, being like a part of the uh, Penrose versus anybody. That's originally where I came from. And she, the first thing she said when I met her, you need to talk more. Yeah. And I'm like, what? You know what I'm saying? Because Penrose is the name and the title of the show. Like, this is his show. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, talk more. Like, for what? And sure enough, you know, um, started vocalizing. And then I think I got to a point where I wanted to do more. And I played that background so long that niggas didn't really respect anything of the little bit that they did hear from me at that point. It was like, well, you just the background nigga. Or they started to ask, well, is Penrose a part of this? Like, no, my nigga, I emailed you based on something I'm doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? I didn't email you from the Penrose show email. This is BJ. Right. So um, I started to speak more. I had to. I had to like talk about some personal shit because I wasn't opening up either. I wasn't talking about my personal life and all of that shit before. And when it came out, you know, it came out on her show. Same shit. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. always Avery, you know what I'm saying? And came out on her show and then um, got challenged on some other shit. Hey, look, man, you always saying shit that the ladies be liking. You just, you know, you caping. All right, nigga. I get with some niggas. Hey, look, this is my life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this is me. This is why I say the shit that I say. I done fucked up a couple of relationships. I done been fucked over and I did this. I did that. Pregnancies, this, that. I started saying it. And before I knew it, I I ended up talking too much. Mm. Now I'm out there. Like, can't right. take it back now. So right. had to make some sense of it. And that was really because of Avery. And every time I think I said something too personal. Maybe I went too far. It's like, no, you need to talk more. Mm-hmm. And look at what's mm-hmm. been coming back. It's like, damn, BJ, you know, I feel you, man. That shit like touched my soul. I'm like, yo, right. soul, nigga. <laughs> you, know <what> I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, and it, it really has been like great because yeah. I get to talk to people on a totally different level. It's like, well, mm-hmm. what do you do for, what do you do for peace? I pray. You know what I'm saying? I stay out the way. You know, I I tell niggas, hey, look, when when somebody call you, it could be your right hand man, a hundred grand. If he call you on some fuck shit, look, bro, I can't deal with that today. Right. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like you have to set those boundaries and mm-hmm. you know, 
kind of have a sense of self-worth, even yeah. in group settings mm-hmm. where, you know, you might be in a group chat and y'all talk y'all shit in y'all group chat. This is between a group, but you know, it's some fuck shit in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You gotta, Hey, look, I cut, I cut the group me off. I had to, you know what I'm saying? Like you have to kind of like disappear sometimes and make people ask you, well, where you being? Hey, I couldn't fuck with y'all right now. Mm-hmm. that'll be a wake-up call for them your absence sometimes is a wake-up call to the people you deal with and then you get to impart hey look y'all be on this baby mama drama baby daddy drama y'all four flats on your cadillac y'all, y'all got too much <laughs> shit going on i just need my peace you know what i'm yeah. saying and those those moments for you to pull people away from the fuck shit and have them one-on-ones and y'all get mm-hmm. to level with each other and right. you'll realize that we got to level this conversation up Right, and that's in that's what happened. It'd be Avery with that fuck shit. Let me and let me let me hear, let me find out Avery talking about quitting because I'm just gonna call. You ain't gonna reject my phone call. I'm just gonna record the phone call. You are gonna be on this podcast? She the manager, like she's the manager. She know everybody. No, but, I, but I did, I did, I I did call him a couple times. So it's like you know, BJ, did I not? Yeah, and really, really, it's because um. There's, there's a certain blowback that comes from being brutally honest. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, you, you will look like the troublemaker in certain instances just because you kept it all the way funky. You know what I'm saying? Like, why did why did this person have to say that? Because niggas been treading on thin ice with me for X amount of time, and I'm sick of the ice. I'm sick of you know walking on eggshells with niggas. This is how I feel, and. I've learned that that's not problematic. That's just honesty. Honesty sometimes is not comfortable for people. It doesn't make you feel good. Sometimes it backs you in the corner, but you have to respect a person keeping it a hundred with you, you know? And this is the thing that she does like too well. And some people just can't receive it. So I think the reason that I'm here is because in those moments where she'll doubt what she did. Like, no, you didn't do it wrong. It may have just been the way that you approached it, the way that you may have said it. We get to dialogue and fix things for her to continue this process that she's on because soul of a hustler is some shit that is going to blow too. Cause niggas is comfortable with Avery niggas yeah. be digging in their soul. And Hey, look, I, I paid for, Med, med school <laughs> you know shouts out to Chris man like that nigga that nigga Listen, was comfortable yeah. you know mm-hmm. and and I'm sitting back listening to this shit like damn you did that and she still and this happened like I was uncomfortable for that man but he <laughs> yeah, taught hello. me something he taught me something like bro look you don't have to be bitter about this type of stuff Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm still gonna be blessed. I still got my own business. I got my sanity. I got this. Me and her working on a friendship. My kids is good. Like he taught me something. And yeah. niggas, you don't get them conversations, but Avery just be making niggas comfortable. They be low key, you know, on eggshells when they get to the mic, but then she starts that shit, yeah. you know, that giggling and so music you listen to and all that bullshit. And then you 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 in by that time. Yeah. So it's just it's so many layers to us, and I just I just wish people would respect us for what we do. You know what I'm saying? Like, just say you want VIP, my nigga. <laughs> you ain't even gotta say you want VIP. I think you know. 
Just what I really want people to do. I don't give a fuck what you feel about me. And that's on some real shit. You ain't got to fucking like me. None of y'all know me in real life any fucking way. So you could think what you want, feel how you want. But you going to respect this craft, bitch. Like, that's what you going to do. See, that's and if shit. you can't do right. right, but if you can't do that, then shut the fuck up. But it's, I mean, it really don't. Like, at times it really don't make sense. I'm the person. Like, look, man, I can put you on the platforms you need to be on. I can I teach you. you on shit. You like, ain't doing it either. No, like real shit. Like this was this was the move. It's like, man, I want to be that nigga that when they look back and say BJ's name, it's like that nigga really did help our culture. He really did support. He really pulled up to my event, man. The nigga bought my event bright tickets. He did what he was supposed to do as a supporter and a peer. I be trying to help niggas. Like, look, dog, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm going to give you all of the game. But look, man, just be on the brother to brother level with me and I will help you. But throwing throwing shots and shit like what is it for? You know, I fuck with you. Like, why are you disrespecting me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I fuck with you. You know, I fuck with, you know, several people. I'm cool with everybody. I'm cool with everybody. You can't. You can't throw a shot at Hayes and think I'm not going to feel away. I stand next to Hayes. Why are you disrespecting me? Okay. Respect my nigga. You know, I right. fuck with him. you know what okay. I'm saying? Like, wait, wait, so wait, BJ, BJ, wait. I feel like we're going too far. I don't Hayes. give a fuck. No, 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 wait. Hayes, let's carry on. Let's, okay. what's, what's next? What's next? What's next? <laughs> no, I feel that. I feel that. Um, so the, the question that I, that kind of came up today. So Avery, I don't, I, I haven't seen you comment on it, but, um, Iggy Azalea, uh, Iggy Azalea, is that how do you say her name? I don't know. The white uh, yeah, Iggy, Iggy Azalea. Azalea had nudes leaked, right? You're you aware, A? Uh-uh. Okay, but so the backlash of this has been ultimately to say that she leaked them, which makes sense. My question is in this like in this age where people are using their body image and and using sex to sell whatever they have going on, whether it be podcasts, whether it be music, whether it be clothing, whether it be YouTube, whatever it is. Um, at what point in time do, what responsibility do us of the culture have to ignore that shit so that people don't keep trying to use that same publicity shit to push their stuff? Well, first of all, what them what them nudes look like? She got a nice body. Her surgeon yeah. did some good work. What it look like? Oh man. And this man. is why I love Avery. <laughs> this is why I love Avery. I love listen, I don't know about the vanilla, but she got a nice body. Her surgeon did what they were supposed to do. What they look like. Tell me what they look like. They regular nigga. Regular schmegular <laughs> nigga. Yeah. <laughs> she had on she had on some cutoff. Um they weren't cut off. They, they, they look pretty much like um the, the the jail the like the jail pants you know the uh-huh. what the the scrubs and yeah. shit and they just like kind of was like cut off and she just rolled the bottoms up and made them shorts and then she didn't have no top on my thing about the picture was okay you you signed on to do a shoot mm-hmm. for a reputable magazine and despite the fact that they alter the images to not even like give publicity to the nude in the magazine, but you still sign up to take a picture naked. The thing is the outcome of the picture coming out shouldn't even matter because you signed up to be naked regardless. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't make it seem like, Oh, somebody did this with my pictures and 
oh my god like no like <laughs> you signed a contract to be naked in a magazine that wasn't even going to show you naked so why are you taking your top off like what's the point of taking the top off at that point now if you're saying to me like if you want to give off the image of nudity and just so happen you may have on like a halter or a strapless bra or something and it's just an illusion then yes but you literally posed for the picture and then said it leaked like come on man like it seems it seems like a play to promote yourself you're getting ready to drop an album you got a single on the way you know niggas is low-key checking for your body because you're doing whatever you're doing to make yourself look nice but don't make it seem like it was a leak you took right. you right. took it you know was this for playboy what magazine takes news gq yeah, GQ. That don't sound like GQ. GQ don't do no fucking nudes. See what no, I might be wrong. What they do is they they do take like and a lot of models whatever take pictures topless, but then the magazine will alter them in a way or put like they they probably if they if I had to guess they were gonna like throw the G and the Q over her boobs to where you couldn't see them. That's probably yeah. how the picture okay. the picture was. That's some go. hot shit though. That's some hot shit. But the but thing I about think... Photoshop, you can actually Photoshop that shit off without them. Okay. You know. Right. You know, they do that type of shit like that is a skill set, you know, and yeah. to me, it's just like, OK, well, you stood there and posed for it. You right. do like a little arm, you know, you shimmy the shoulder a little bit, dip the mm-hmm. shoulder in. You look at you, BJ. Look at, look at I BJ. wish I wish that y'all would see the, vis- <laughs> the visual to this. BJ just explained the whole thing. You know. I think for me, like, I feel like if it was somebody else, but we're talking about Iggy. So she definitely leaked the fucking news, right? And it don't really sound like real news. We all seen titties. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't, yeah. Yeah. you know. So Iggy's trying to get on any way, anyhow. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like with her, there's no explanation for it. This is just what she do. She gonna do it by any means necessary. But for someone else, like, I guess your question was, how do we protect that? Or how mm-hmm. do we ignore it in mm-hmm. the culture? I feel like we shouldn't highlight it. You know what I mean? If you know that person, like Iggy, I put her in the in the category with the Kardashians. I put her in the category with the Jenners. You're going to do anything for fame. You know, had you told me it was Jill Scott, I'd be like, hold on, wait a minute. That's your word? <laughs> and I, I'd be like, okay, point me in the direction. I need the link. <laughs> yeah. It would be different. You know what I'm saying? If it was Monica. I w- it would be different. Like, how the fuck did these news get leaked? Like, you know, we yeah, as a, yeah. a as a culture, we get to pull up on these motherfuckers. How how you do auntie like that? You know. But her, I she did that shit. She just trying to get on. She trying to just sex sell. She's just trying to make sex sales. And let's keep it a whole buck. Like, it's not just the celebrities that's doing it. Mm-hmm. It's it's just the regular regular people too. You know, we I, I do it. I take pictures and I know my breasts are showing. I ain't got big breasts. You know what I'm saying? So it's just you, like you sending titty pictures and shit. Listen, listen. So I'm saying <laughs> you're a <little> bald head <laughs> ass. <laughs> Don't want to no, be seen on them. Oh man, that's funny. Hello, 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 hello. Scoop Grady with the Petty News Report. What is going on out there? This weekend has been nothing but a serious knockdown. Speaking of knockdown, Anthony Joshua 
got his bell rung, everybody. That's right. He lost against somebody that looked like Drew Carey. I got to be honest. Salute to that man, but man, I did not see that coming. All I got to say is, you better stop hanging out with Drake. Drake is a curse. Drake has been cursing everybody. That's why Toronto not going to win. I just wish Drake was there when the president election was going on. I hope Drake had that same curse when 2020, when the campaign come back up and running, you know. We need that real bad. Next, Rihanna is showing videos of her in the studio doing music. Gotta be honest, I love everything Rihanna is doing. I just don't like happy Rihanna. I like negative going through drama Rihanna. That's when she make the best music. I'm sorry, I'm just gonna say it like that. Happy Rihanna, I'm not looking forward to. There ain't a damn thing that's... I don't want to hear nothing about her finding a good man. I don't want to hear nothing about her. Her life is in the right direction. No, I want to hear that negative shit. Everybody make good music when they going through bad stuff. Usher, Mary J. Blige, Keisha Cole made a living off of it, everybody. Rihanna, put some negative shit out there. Next. 11 people are dead and 6 people are hospitalized after a mass shooting in Virginia Beach, Virginia. First of all, what the hell is going on, man? This shit is ridiculous. I don't even know if it's the gun laws or, you know, I don't know, like, bruh, it's, it's, I don't understand, it's like, we, we, it's like they so worried about abortions and all the other stuff, they need to worry about these people, that's innocent people getting killed out here for nothing, bullets ain't got no name on them, just wild, you know, something gotta change, the government, it, something gotta change, this is too much, man, it's not, it ain't gonna get any better, it's gonna get worse, like flat out, and last but not least, the petty question of the week. First day of school back in the day, what was that number one shoe that you had on that you walked to the pencil sharpener to show off? That is the petty question of the week. High school back in the day, what was that number one shoe that you always wore on the first day of school? Walking to the pencil sharpener to show off to everybody. And that is all we have for today. Thank you and continue to follow Wake of Soul. Y'all be cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's some niggas out there that could leak some shit that I sent them. You know? Oh shit, nigga. But that's always been that's always been like a uh a question of mine. It's like what establishes a person to be worth having like phone documentation of your body? Like what is that what is that good that per- <laughs> yeah, I mean shit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, come on, bro. Like, I still don't think that's enough. Like, I mean. No, it's not. It's not. It's a trust. For me, it's a trust factor. Like, if I trust you enough, it's trust. Yeah. If I trust you, like, like whole body trust you. Like, I trust you with my kids. Like, it ain't no easy trust. Like, I got to trust you. You know what I'm saying? For me to send you something like that. Cause I mean, these chicks be like, you know, really taking some bedazzled pictures. Of, Hell yeah. You know, like body, body. You know, mm-hmm. like the script, the pictures. Like, like we see these tattoos in your selfies, boo. Like we notice you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, damn. Like, what does a guy do? Because I've always been the person. Like, I never really was. Even though I used to ask for him on shows and shit like that, but. I never was the dude. <laughs> I never was the dude to, you know, really take that shit serious because one, I'm I'm a little arrogant when it comes to shit like that. Like I be feeling like girls be just like recycling them. And that That's don't make fact. me do that don't, that don't make me fact. feel good that I'm seeing some shit that 40 niggas the same before me. I always like to be first. So like don't even, you know, I don't even send me that shit. 
I don't need but, it. Like, but what if you are first, BJ, and you're just jumping the gun and you're saying like you're not first? I need proof. How is she proof. gonna give you proof? How she you gonna gotta let you, you gotta let me take it with my phone. That's how I need <laughs> Talk that shit. Talk that shit. I heard you that, BJ. Real shit. I gotta take that shit with my phone. But see, only you know what I'm saying? A real nigga would do that. Only a real nigga would be smart enough to be like, "I." Right. Because real shit, I had a. I mean, it wasn't a new, but I had a. Um, I had an incident where it kind of put me in that position. A girl had sent me a picture of her in a shirt. We were a couple at this time. It's years, years ago, and she took a picture of her in a shirt that said, "You know, I love my boyfriend." It was around like Valentine's Day or Sweetie's Day or some shit like that. And she sends me this picture of this shirt that she was wearing when we were going out. But back then, I had a Android phone, and this this is no this this is real shit. Like Androids used to time and date stamp the pictures because yes, that would be they still that used to be the name. Get into that, but I ain't gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I ended up one day going through a couple of pictures, I was looking for a picture because she was doing a birthday flyer at a club. She had finally got of age to go to a club and she didn't have a picture in her phone. And I'm just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And I just so happened to notice that the date on the back of the picture we that technically was the one in the shirt was dated three years before we kicked it. <laughs> so bitch, you got on this shirt three relationship <laughs> So I'm like, damn. So I'm like, damn, you little, you know, trollop. You know, I use the old school slang. You fucking skeezer. You know what I'm saying? Damn. But, you know, I charged it to the game. I'm like, that's the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, So then I just got to a point like where news really don't mean shit because she could just be sending you some shit from the last nigga she loved and she just got them stored in her phone. I want to, I want to live shoot some shit. Live shoot some shit. That's right. You know Man, fuck out of here. And this is and this is why you're a star, BJ. This is exactly <laughs> why. <laughs> I'm just telling niggas gain that they can use that I can't use no more. That's it. You know, that's it. Fair enough. <laughs> but that, Hell no. <laughs> we, <laughs> so the Iggy thing, I swear it was it was just one of them things. I'm just like, ah, you know what? Let's talk about that. I forgot we could put that down. Whatever. Nobody give a fuck about Iggy Teddies, nigga. Yeah, no, not really, not really. Um, oh man, the pink throws me off every time. I'm good on that. Um, oh, wow, <laughs> wow. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the the last question, the last actual topic that I had, and we always spend more time talking about whatever other than the topics that we draw out, which is fine. Right. But, um, right. So like with with the unruly creatives, this is this is number four now. Um, mm-hmm. And what we're doing independently, all on our own, all of us have dope ass podcasts that we work on. What's the next like? Do you guys ever stop and realize or think like, damn, how's the next way we can level up? Like, what's what's the next thing you can do? Because I'm at that place now, and I I can speak to me creatively, where I'm just at like a like, what do I do next? Like what? What do I, or maybe I don't need to do it. Maybe it's just a refinement. Do you guys ever find yourself there as creatives? Yep. All the time. All, all the, time. the fucking time. All the fucking time. <clears throat> I think yeah. um for me, I can say I think what what I'm working on is refinement and fine tuning and really like buckling down and accepting 
the talents and the gifts that I have instead of like always second guessing myself. Mm-hmm. So I would say refinement for me and fine tuning. Okay. I think I'm there too. Um, the, the, uh, I guess it's just being in a position of knowing that I can't go back to what I used to be when it comes to this. I, I think that it becomes overwhelming because even in this position, I still feel like it's not enough. Like it has to be more than this. It has to be something else to attain. It has to be, um, it has to be ways to monetize and to, um, reach higher plateaus. I just always try to figure out the next wave of, um, establishment that is going to come our way. So honestly, um, just in doing these four episodes, I've been able to see the lane for myself outside of just change the subject. Mm -hmm. I just sent off um, the paperwork to um, make change the subject in LLC. So that's step one. Um, Establishing merch is step two. And then also doing a lot more in the community as far as like media, because um, there's like areas in Detroit I can only really speak for Detroit. There's areas in Detroit that need to be exposed to people. And these opportunities are there. But we look to the news or we look to bigger platforms to do that. And I feel like changing the narrative is also changing the narrative for the community, too. So I need to establish a platform to put other people on and um, just show how how different things could really be if the people who actually cared were in charge. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's the next step of like stepping into visual, doing like more serious interviews, taking it to a journalist, like aesthetic in a sense, not just doing the conversations. It's always something. It's like really always something. And um, trying to prepare myself mentally for what could possibly become of this because I've even been asked, can y'all go to every two weeks instead of once a month? But I like to feel this exclusive feeling. You know what I'm saying? And um, I'm like, no, we can't do, you know, we can't do this like that to where it becomes like mechanical. It's just like, yeah, yeah. It comes a responsibility because it won't feel the same, you know? So, but yeah, I always think that. What about you, Hayes? What about you, Hayes? I think it's refinement too. I think also it's um not just a refinement with me, but I think like with the other podcasts on the Burks Media, I think that's that's my next lane mm-hmm. is that working with them um hand in hand more closely than what I have before to help fine tune them because I am at a place where I'm really happy. I am at a place to where things can get better, it's never gonna be perfect. But I feel like what I've learned over doing this podcast for two years now, it's time to start sharing that so that the family can start all getting to that level as well with right. their with their creative lanes. And I think that that's what's important to me right now. Okay. Yeah, and shouts out to a lot of them because hell yeah, they all they all have something dope. Like, and it's almost. It's almost like you don't want to really like speak, speak on it because then it'd be like, oh, you just, you know, bigging your crew up. You're doing the extra. So I'd be like sliding and letting them know, hey, look, that was fire what you put out today. That's fire you put out last week. 
I don't be wanting to like go so hard on a timeline because it's like yeah, we really the yeah. niggas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but you just want to yeah. be humble about it. Like, bruh, <laughs> I'm going to just keep it cool. But yeah, I think I think once the unit comes like full circle, like we yeah. actually are working together and, you know, pulling up and doing all the what we do, it's, it's going to be out of here. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be out of here. Then it ain't gonna be no room in VIP, <laughs> niggas. Yeah, I think I think August when everyone's here for the podcast festival and film festival, that's when the magic is like to have all. Because I know it's not gonna be everyone, but it's gonna be enough to have everyone in the same room to really just mm-hmm. talk and yeah. vibe and really get a feel for kind of the next step. Bricks Media has only been around since January first. Like it's less than six months, six full months. So where we already are. Um, I think now it's just it's it's a time where we need to get closer as a unit and actually mm-hmm. share ideas yeah. more, and and that's something that I need to get better about as like the person who kind of like brought everyone together. And and the thing that I like pointing out is that the breaks media. I hate it when people say it's like it's hazes. It's, it's it's really not, and it, and that's my fault that I've given let let that perception get to that. It's everyone's who's a part of it. I want everyone to be invested. I want everyone to have feel like they have a, cl- a claim in it. That's the difference. I don't want it to seem like a uh, a vehicle for haze. It's not that. It never was meant for that for it to be that. So um, that's yeah. something that I'm working on too. Okay. I got a question though, like mm-hmm. um, because I I think about this too. I didn't. I initially didn't even want to be a podcaster where does the the line get drawn for your passions because um one of the things in this process of dealing with depression and anxiety is i realized that music is missing from me that's yeah. where i came from mm-hmm. and um the struggle to you know replenish all of the pieces of equipment that i've lost in that house fire i'm constantly that that was one of those nightmares of you know seeing that house fire and that equipment going and all of them long you know 80 90 hour weeks working two jobs to pay for that shit and that shit you know torches in less than five months like i see those things so it's like where do you draw the line with passions like do you I don't want to be the jack of all trades because that means that you're typically subpar in three to four different things because like you're the jack, you're not the king, you're not the ace, you're not even a joker. You're just subpar in four to five different things. Like where do you draw the line with passions? How do you make the proper investments and all of the things that you're good at? Because I don't know how to do that right now. I think with you, BJ, I think because, you know, music is your base. And I've I've told you a hundred times, like, I want you to get back into the music. But I think where you in, I'm not going to say draw the line. I'm going to say where you incorporated it is when you, the music that you select for your podcast. Mm, That shows your gifts. That shows what you're really talented at. Because let's, let's keep it a buck, BJ. The music that you put in your podcast that ain't no regular schmegular like shit that you putting in there. Sometimes you take us way back to the fucking seventies and then you bring us all the way back up to the 2019, you know what I'm saying? So an underground artist, you know what I'm saying? So music is your base. And for me personally, I hear it in your podcast with the music that you choose. And Mm. I don't feel like for me, I kind of feel like you, this is your opportunity in your podcast to play with your passions you get to figure out what what's really your passion. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right, because right. you'll continuously do it. But if it's not, it, I, that's what I, that's my answer. Like you get to play with it. 
in your podcast? This is to figure out, like, is this really a passion or is this just a, yeah. something I want to play with? You know, a hobby. Yeah, yeah. I know I get I get overwhelmed with it, too, because it's like <laughs> when I think because like I actually looked at y'all know me. I got a house mm-hmm. full of podcast equipment, mm-hmm. yeah. like a house full. And I'm like, damn, I got 12 fucking mics over here. Why do I have 12 mics? Like if I, I add told, it up. I, hey, I told you, you you go over like <laughs> my, my OD like, with this. You know how like you know how, like some people prepare for the apocalypse and they like have all types of stuff in their basement and canned goods. Mm-hmm. Like this BJ's yeah. prepared for the day that everybody's like all the mics are gone. I got yep. you. Yeah, I got, I got you. you. <laughs> I got you. Like three and four. I got three and four interfaces. I got three mixers. I thought I lost the mixer. I thought I lost the mixer. And it was actually stacked up under the mixer I just bought. Like that was the the stupidest shit ever. You better and saw that shit on eBay. I'm trying to. I got these fucking Yetis over here. I got to get yeah. rid of this shit, you know. Yeah. But those, throw those away. In the truck. <laughs> yeah. You may need you may need to give them to some of the uh, the, the people who want to. Never mind. I see. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, so Hayes, what's your answer? What's your answer, Hayes? <laughs> I let I let it come to me. I, I honestly do. I think that, like, for example, um, I had never edited audio before I started a podcast. Now I'm one of the best at it, and that that came naturally in me just wanting to learn a video. I was scared of video for so long with podcasting, and I finally was just like, you know what? Let me let me try it. and. I'm now passionate about that. I have a whole interview that's just video that I've already like created like templates and stuff for like a year ago. Mm-hmm. If you would have told me I would have been doing that level of stuff with video, it would smacked you in your face. Um, so I, I really, I re- really let it come to me as my interest. And I'm one of those people who I'm always, wor- I'm always wondering how things work. And as okay. it comes to me, I have to figure out how it works. And then that's where my passion, where I become passionate about it. Once I figure out, that that journey and figuring it out and knowing and wanting to be good at it is is it I I become passionate about it and then I can't let it go. So Right. Yeah. That makes sense. So Man. I guess can I take can I take us out with a story? Yeah, let's do it. So I was gonna do like a little mini recording on my Lyft driver like experience, I'm gonna call it. Um, so a couple weeks ago, y'all know, I went to Dallas for the pop-up, um, Mm -hmm. podcast meetup or whatever. So the night before that I had my bus, I went to DC first. So my bus left from New York, but I had to swing by my job, but I also was trying to catch the game of Thrones. So on the weekend, the train runs every hour. I caught a lift. The guy, I missed the train by one minute. I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna just have to take a cat, another lift to New York straight to my job. So I don't miss my bus. So this Lyft driver picked me up like on a fucking corner of the damn highway, right? Jump in the car. Y'all know me, Bubbly Avery. Woo, hey, everybody, we should be home watching Games of Thrones. Woo, woo, woo. And I'm looking at the dude like from the back and I'm like, mm, he kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I'm going to keep it a buck. I was like, damn, he kind of cute. So I realized that I was talking too much. There was a white lady in there. So I was like, let me shut the fuck up because I'm just talking. I'm just running my fucking mouth. So I got quiet and then he kept trying to get me engaged. Like he tried to keep me talking. Like, tell me more about Games of Thrones. I never watched it before. And, you know, I kept telling him what a loser he was. So we dropped the white lady off. I slide to the other seat because I'm like, 
I want to see what this nigga look like. So I slide to the other seat behind the passenger. So we start talking about motorcycles, how I wanted one. He was like, do you mind if I stop for gas? And I'm like, wait a fucking minute. I got to get to New York. I got a bus to catch. I said, but okay, you could get gas or whatever. We picked up another brother. We started talking about bikes. We started talking about relationships and dating. And I was like, everybody that I want to meet, every, every guy that I meet is talking about having a baby. Who the fuck wants to have a baby? I don't want to have a baby, right? So we pull up to my job. I'm the first drop. I want y'all to be listening to me clearly. I'm the first drop. He says, Avery, you know, I'm going to drop him down a couple of blocks. I can come back and get you and <laughs> drop you off at the bus. Now, mind you, I done told this nigga everything. Oh, I'm going to D.C., then I'm going to Dallas, Ooh. running my motherfucking Ooh. mouth, right? <laughs> so he was like, I can come back and get you. And I was like, oh, no, 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 bro, I'm good. Like, I'm just going to run in my job real quick, and I'm going to just hop another cab. Ooh. So he was like, no, 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 I can't pick nobody up in New York no more. I could come back and get you. I was like, nah, nah, beloved, you good. Thank you. Got out, slammed the door, went in my job, got what I had to get, hopped a cab to go take my bus, y'all. Seven minutes before my bus pulled up, guess who pulled up and was like, yo, Ave. Listen, so I'm standing in the line at the bus like, this nigga got to be fucking crazy. Why the fuck? Who the fuck? So I told the I told the white girl behind me, I was like, yo, can you hold my spot right here? So I go up to the car. I said, so this is what you do, my nigga? People tell you their business and then you stalk them? Like, what are you doing here? Wow. And he was like, listen, he was like, your energy, your aura see? was see just see? so powerful. He said, listen, I didn't see you. I'm just seeing you now. Listen, y'all, I had three scars on my I look like a runaway fucking slave. Do you understand me? Hair was all wrapped up. Sweatpants, sneakers on. You could have mistaken me for a nigga. And he was like, it's just something about you. I couldn't let you get away. Nigga, what? <laughs> so you, and I said to him, I said, so you gambling all this shit. You like, fuck Cliff. I'm going to just pull up to the bus stop, see what she talking about. Or like, you just risking it all. So he was like, I want you to call me. And I'm like, nah, you know, I got a boyfriend. You know, you know, playing a role. Like, I got a boyfriend, da 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 So... I was like, nice, me, nice meeting you. He gave me his card, and I just, I, I, I. He was like, get on the bus, get comfortable, and let me, you know, burn your battery out. Nigga, what? Damn. Like, <laughs> so I never called him, right? I went on vacation. I came to D.C., spent time with my family. I did all that shit, right? I get back to work. I return back to work. I was on vacation for a week. Guess what was on my motherfucking desk, y'all? Who? Not one dozen, but two dozen of motherfucking roses. He was serious. That nigga uh, serious. Hello. Hello. So, and all he had was my first name, but everybody know me in the building, right? So I'm creeped out. I'm like, what the fuck? So he put his number in there. So I called him like, yo, my nigga, this a little spooky. Like, what the fuck? So he's just like, Avery, I just want to take you out. So I'm like, What's your situation? He was like, I'm married. 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> and there it is. Tune in <laughs> in a month for the next episode. Chronicles Wow. Wow. See, this, like, okay, this is the shit that irritates the nigga in the relationship, right? Because I am a nigga that works really hard for everything I get. Like, my nigga, I put in my effort. I'm the follow-up. I do the two-week confirmation. I have the confirmation numbers. I'm that nigga. You niggas do this shit. And y'all do, like, y'all really putting in, like, genuine effort. Like, this was romantic as fuck until the end. You know what I'm saying? I, I personally, if I was single, I would say to a chick, let me burn your battery up. That you know what I'm saying? Like I would say some shit like that. Like that, that makes a shit, woman, right? That was some hot shit. That makes right? a woman feel like, oh damn, this nigga want to talk talk. This nigga want to. <laughs> he want to build. He want to build. You know what I'm saying? Like you saying all this shit, and then once we get to the last page of the fucking book, I'm married. No, no bullshit. Like all the check marks, he had his own company, telecommunication entrepreneur check. Um, went to John Jay University, forensic psychology check. He wasn't. He was easy on the eyes check. Nigga, you married the leads, and you got little kids. I don't fuck with no little kids. Like I love them, but you got little little kids. But you did all this work, like that. Did all of that, all of that, all this work. And that, but you know, too, I realized, I realized this too, and I had this conversation um, on the timeline with a shout out to Height Williams. Um, We were talking about, Mm -hmm. we was just talking about like, no, actually, it came from the team. Shouts out to the team. You know, um, they put a post up asking like men if you could like give one a woman one reason you know, or one thing that y'all want that y'all can never get from a woman. I was just like, look, I need a list. I got a a list of things. And we were just kind of like talking about how women are. And I'm saying this respectfully because this is just my experience. I feel like a lot of women are only capable of being stimulants. They not satisfactory. And that, that comes with a long list of stories. I don't even have time to tell, but I feel like in these relationships, um, marriages in particular, a lot of women, you know, pressure men to get married because of a social or household tradition versus what they actually bring to the table. And men need to be honest. Look, I married this chick. I'm not happy. I don't have the money to get the divorce. Can we at least see what the legal separation qualifications are so I can get out here and find myself? I'm not happy with you. Like, that's a real conversation. And we need to encourage men to do that because this whole idea of thinking you keeping it real because you're telling a woman you marry, all you're doing is telling her that you're not even going to commit to her either. Hello. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is the stupidest shit in the world. I'm going to go through the entire process. I'm going to take step by step. I'm going to legally separate from your funky ass right. until I get some money to completely end this shit. And I'm going to have my my separation papers in my wallet with that business card I'm going to give you to tell you to call me so I can burn your phone up. That's right. <laughs> That's right. But I was just so right. blown away by it. Like, nigga, what? Do your wife know that you sent me these two dozen roses? Or was that on the burner? Yeah, she probably do. Because she know he a cheater. 
you know, Lyft drivers definitely be cheating. Shit. I'm like, what the f-? But that's too much. Like, I could have called Lyft and been like, this nigga's stalking me. Yeah. For you yeah, to pull sure. back up what I mentioned. I said, I'm taking a mega bus and here his monkey ass come. Yo, Ave, what up? You don't even know me like that to call me Ave, nigga. Damn, nigga. Oh, that nigga had a playlist ready and everything. Like, hello, hello. hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get her in the car, nigga. <laughs> Damn, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I don't know what it is about. So now it's like when I get in Lyft drivers, uh, cars, it's just, I don't know what it is. I'm just shutting up. I'm going to start getting the mute rides and shit. Just don't talk to me. Just don't say shit to me. Nah, you yeah. too motherfucking nice, though. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. You be all that bubbly shit. So what you listening to? What's, your, what's on your phone? What is that? <laughs> nigga, nigga be open. Like, damn, she got that energy. Mm-mm, fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Enough. I'm good. I'm good. Ain't that crazy, though, y'all? That shit crazy. Yeah, look at his. He ain't gone. That nigga, he, he gone. gone. He, he ain't gone he yet. He blocked. Nigga, you, you get flowers again in a couple years. Where your job at? Yeah, and nigga. let him play with me. And that's what I told the, the men in the building. Let him, pl- let him come back. Let him come yeah, back. Nigga. We'll send more. You can't flowers. block that nigga from your job. Let, let him play. Let him play. <laughs> Y'all see me yeah. on fucking world star, ball headed bitch out there. Well, damn. That's a hell of a story to go home on. That's all I can say. Look, look at BJ. You fucked up behind that, right? Damn. That's crazy. Nigga, That's crazy. I didn't even put that much effort in. Nigga, nigga, what? Wow. Like, I didn't. They they do over. Like, they do over the amount of effort that most niggas put in to actually get a woman honestly. Like, you did, like, way more than some of the niggas that been in relationships for 10, 15 plus mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just to be dishonorable. Like my nigga, like right. but y'all listen, fucking it up for niggas. Get on the bus and get comfortable. Let me burn your battery out. Nigga. That's some sleek shit. <laughs> that almost got my pussy wet. Nigga. Like, <laughs> that's it. That's it. We done. We out. We out. <laughs> Oh shit, nigga! I'm about to go say that shit to back, nigga. Let me burn your battery and your nigga. Shit, niggas ain't putting work but want a paycheck. You ain't done enough to get paid yet. I did free shows. I even paid to play. I made free love. I tried to pave the way. Put niggas on stages, but it ain't enough. Quick to forget what you did. Remember what you ain't done. Type to follow, never like, share, or retweet. See me in person, speaking on moves made from last week. I see your face on walls, shows out of town, only dropping singles. You got a project now? I bump that shit heavy and stay in rotation. Private conversations never become public statements, but I'm cool on it. I never trip unless it's flight plans. They always talking shit. Y'all don't support local. Shut the fuck up. 900,000 in this city, niggas, wake up. And realize you either whack or don't apply yourself You ain't gotta keep it real with us, be real with yourself You a SoundCloud rapper with like 50 streams YouTube B rapper without a fucking team Full-time job, part-time, follow dreams But we clocking overtime up in my regime Big difference, so just stay to the side They got drive till they find out how long you gotta ride And that's real Ones that can't play the part just be acting different We can switch positions, I still be winning Take me back to paying 10 to get in Driving around the city to sell tickets to my friends I took so many losses, I deserve all these wins Bitch, fuck you